Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby Podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This is an Irish independent podcast. Today on the Indo Daily, a gangster's paradise on the country's roads. Increasingly chaotic scenes on the roads are being described as like something out of the wire or Grand Theft Auto. This has been kind of building for um, a good number of months. For example, figures for ramming of Garda vehicles, uh, while we don't have exact figures, are, are far higher than they have been at any other stage this year. Hijackings um, have increased. Car theft figures are off the roof. Criminal gangs and TikTok joyriders are taking advantage of the uncertainty surrounding the Gardaí's ability to engage in pursuits. It's been said multiple times in the course of articles that we have done in the last couple of months that we're in for a very dangerous summer on our roads. The feeling is that the more reckless, the more dangerous a culprit is prepared to drive, the more chance that they have of getting away from the Gardaí because the chase will be called off. I'm Fionn Sheen and today I'm joined by Irish independent crime correspondent Ken Foy to discuss whether Gardaí are handcuffed in trying to deal with criminals using the roads as their personal playground. Ken, there's been a series of incidents now involving joyriders or criminals uh, evading Gardaí over recent weeks. Can you tell us about the most recent incidents? Yes, Fiona, it's, it's becoming a very serious and increasing problem. In the latest incident, it actually happened on last Sunday night. It started off in the Cabra area at around 9pm when a stolen car was observed by Gardaí. They could also see that there was four occupants in the vehicle which was a black Toyota Aqua. And it failed to stop, which again, I suppose we might come to later, is becoming a huge problem. And um, a pursuit began. And within this, the car, which again is an increasing problem, it drove the wrong way on a dual carriageway. The officers involved in the pursuit were told to stand down, basically because of concerns for public safety and, and their own safety. And a short time later, the same uh, stolen car was observed on the M50 area and then it went into Finglas where it almost clipped into another car as it exited the motorway. Shortly after this, an eyewitness who had encountered the kind of mayhem, he later spoke to the Irish Independent and he, he described what he saw as, as something like from the, the crime TV series The Wire and he spoke as well about 
how he felt very, very lucky that he wasn't injured in the incident. And if the car had been driving just meters a different way, someone could have easily been um, injured or killed. After this, the stolen car proceeded to drive at speed to the Ashburn area. And Gardy were, were then continued to be involved in a, in a chase, which ended up then in a hotel car park in, in Ashburn. Um, it was at this point that the car rammed an official Garda patrol car, which caused two male Garda to suffer injuries and, and later to be hospitalised. They're currently out of work due to their injuries and have described how they were in fear of their lives when the incident happened, when their car was rammed. The vehicle then moved out of the Ashburn area and continued driving onto Slane, where the pursuit ended. The four occupants of the car who were... Um, all juveniles, three males and, and one female, who are believed to be from the Ballymun area, were arrested, but at the time were said to be joking and laughing, and maybe they had every reason to be because they ended up being released without charge and a file has been prepared for um, the juvenile diversion pro- programme. So that was the last last major incident involving this type of crime. It's not the first incident, though, that you've noticed and that you've reported on over the course of the past month. Can you tell us about some of the other incidents? Well, just on the early morning, on the two nights before that, around 2, 2 a.m. on Saturday last, and around 3 a.m. on Sunday last, and I suppose unlike in the case we just discussed there, there has been no arrests, but a, a juvenile suspect who was kind of been known for petty crime in the Blanchardstown area has been identified as a suspect in relation to these incidents. In the first incident, which started around 2am on Saturday, a stolen car again was observed in the Mulhuddard area, driving dangerously around housing estates and it failed to stop for Gardaí, who attempted to chase it. But again, once that car, it drove onto the entry, started driving the wrong way down the road and the guards were told to stand down again for for issues of safety. The car got away, nothing was seen of it again until about 3 a.m. on Sunday when it was again observed driving dangerously near Blanchardstown Shopping Centre, housing estates in that area. The driver of the car took the same tactic, started driving the wrong way on the entry and the guard of chase was stood down. So that suspect and that car are still at large. So if you don't, I suppose, what you're looking at, really, it's it's a situation where, um, for many reasons, these young joyriders and uh, obviously members of organised crime gangs as well are feeling emboldened because they know that um, nine times out of ten in a, in a situation like this, or if the figure is not even higher, the guards are going to be told to um, to stand down because of multiple reasons. But um, obviously, public safety is is one to the fore, so. The feeling is that the more reckless, the more dangerous a culprit is prepared to drive, the more chance that they have of getting away from the Gardaí because the chase will be called off. There's also similarities here to well-known computer game and, and suggestion that actually uh, what these joyriders are trying to do is effectively mimic what goes on in that. Yeah, well, the, the game you speak of is, is Grand Theft Auto and it was actually... A couple of guards who were familiar with, I suppose, the, the events that we've discussed there have have indicated that it's, it is, as you say, like mimicking this game, which where there's scenes in it, I guess, there's there's a certainly reckless driving, there's car theft, there's ramming of police cars and all, all that kind of thing. So um, that, that's the way a number of people that are on the ground describe basically what happened on three consecutive nights over the weekend. So that's 
Cabra on the north side of Dublin, then Blanchardstown uh, on the west side of Dublin. And then a couple of weeks back, further incidents out towards the Tala direction in, in southwest Dublin as well, which is was was kind of once this pattern started to be identified. Is that fair enough? Well, I think it goes back further. This has been kind of building for um, a good number of months. For example, figures for ramming of Garda vehicles, uh, while we don't have exact figures, are far higher than they have been at any other stage this year. Hijackings um, have increased. Car theft figures are off the roof. And all of this, as well as other factors, feeds into um, a situation where you have reckless criminals, essentially, that that are aware that, that the, the more dangerous they drive, the more chance they have of getting away from the Gardaí. Yeah, and you mentioned the control centre there. So so basically, when a Garda observes a, a car driving in an erratic fashion and they suddenly take off, the Garda then has to pursue them. But they're in contact on the radio back to a control centre where there's, there's a ranking officer who will advise them then uh, both on the coordination of that pursuit and also whether they should continue or stand down. Is that that That's basically how it works. Typically, in, in these situations, stand stand down is very much the most common thing that's happening. You see, there, there is a, a big problem, and guards of all rank will tell you that training is a massive issue in, in terms of qualified guard drivers to be capable of being trained enough to be involved in these pursuits. Even one officer um, that would have a lot of knowledge of, of this kind of thing has described it as absolutely farcical, the levels of training that are there at the moment. And the feeling is, and it's been said multiple times in in the course of articles that we have done in the last couple of months that we're in for a very dangerous summer on our roads because of the various multiple factors. It's almost a kind of a perfect storm, if you like. There is there's one particular incident, Ken, that, that stands out here and that, that's almost two years ago. That was the night of, of July 7th, 2021. A Garda patrol car is in the, the, the general Tala area. They observe a car, uh, a high-powered BMW. That car takes off from the, the Cheeverstown area towards Tala, out onto the N7, drives the wrong way down the N7 at high speed, resulting in that car colliding with an oncoming truck, which is driving in the correct direction. There's a fireball and the tree occupants are killed. Now, it transpires that the three occupants were individuals with over 200 convictions, particularly in burglary. And it was a very high-profile incident at that time. But what are the knock-on implications of that particular incident that is now being cited as almost a cause of, of the, the issue that we're experiencing at the moment? Well, it's certainly one of the main factors in it. So the, the three, three um, men who sadly were deceased in that accident uh, were members of one of the country's most notorious burglary gangs, Dean McGuire, Carol Freeman and Graham Taylor. So in the course of that pursuit, there was a number of Garda vehicles involved in it. And last month, it kind of emerged and caused shock, I suppose, in many circles, certainly Garda circles, I think political circles and in general society, when it emerged that a GSOC officer was at an adjourned inquest basically applied for an adjournment stating that um, there were going to be charges against one of the Gardaí involved in the pursuit and this caused a lot of outrage especially to the the Garda representative bodies and but to an awful lot of people it was a big surprise 
And then on Wednesday, summonses were served on that Garda, who will now face a district court hearing in the coming weeks. And we're now coming to the inquest stage, I suppose, two years later. So unquestionably a, a, a tragic incident. But there, this has kind of highlighted the lack of clarity within the Garda Síochána itself. And there are now, what, new policies, new guidelines, new protocols that have to be drawn up in order to clarify effectively the, the rules for operating Garda yeah, I suppose there is a lack of clarity. Even the, even the commissioner himself a couple of weeks ago was stating basically the policy is being examined. So there's no real clarity. But what's for sure is the fact that a guard doing his duty in, in pursuit of notorious criminals has been charged with these offences. Really, it's an eye-opener and it's something of great concern to Gardaí who are involved in these kind of pursuits, especially Gardaí who are involved in pursuits against people driving the wrong way on, on motorways and, and other roads in our country. It's food for thought for them, for want of a better word, when you're going to hit that accelerator or, some, or something to that effect, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'm old enough to remember that in the 1980s, there was an issue with, with joyriders ramming Gardaí, provoking Gardaí to get a chase. And at the time, the, the state was so poor that there were so many cars off the road that the guards were told not to chase, basically, because uh, they couldn't afford to, to replace the cars that were on the road. Now it seems to be a, a, a legal loophole that, that has, has opened up. And apart from the joyriders, is this a tactic that criminals use as well? Yes, and I suppose you can almost break the situation down. It's, to, there's joyriders. And many guards hate that term because they don't consider them a joyride at all. They prefer to refer to them as, as people that are caught, you know, involved in reckless endangerment. But then you have the criminals, the organised criminal elements that are also prepared to do it. We saw an incident probably about three weeks ago where um, members of a burglary gang from Tala drove the wrong way down the M50 from, I think it was from Finglas to Ballymun exits. But um, this kind of reckless driving is a common tactic as well. For the, you know, the organised burglary gangs, the, the joyriders seem to be using there. As you see with these Toyotas, from what we spoke about at the start, they're Asian imported cars. There's a huge problem with the theft of them all over the country. It's because they don't have an, an immobiliser or and often a fully fitted alarm uh, system. But what the organised burglary gangs are travelling in are different or high powered cars generally an Audi or a BMW, often not stolen, often brought into the country from the UK. Then they changed the number plates on them and um, basically they're going around the country and around the city committing burglaries. We always hear about gangs who are, who are using the motorway network in order to travel down the country, hit a house and get back up to Dublin within, within a couple of hours. Are these the kind of, of gangs that we're talking about here? They are, and these these are gangs that their own cars are more high-powered in many cases than the, the cars that Gardaí have. A typical example of this type of gang, again, was last weekend, uh, happened in rural County Carlow, where it's suspected a gang from southwest Dublin had been down at that location and um, had two elderly people who lived beside each other um, under surveillance. And um, as they went to Mass, they targeted both houses, ransacked both of them, but actually, it seems in an effort to conceal DNA, they actually started a fire, which caused huge damage to the second property they targeted. 
So they, they did that, they were in and out. That happened around 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. And it's believed by 11.40, they were in the Kilcloon area of County Mead, where again, they probably acted on local intelligence. They were able to break into a house of an 81-year-old woman who was at mass and um, 7,000 euro in cash was stolen. So it's suspected after that, this gang then made their way back to their Dublin base. So that was their morning's work. Yeah, so, the, so the CCTV network can track these people, ironically, but if the Gardaí were to actually move to catch the perpetrators, they're hamstrung. I suppose with CCTV, it's often incomplete, but it's, it's you know, it's joining up the gaps as well. And often CCTV isn't of the, of the required standard for um, a criminal prosecution as well. Where does this leave the Gardaí? Is there legislation required here? Is it there literally just an update of the protocol? Do they need to get direction from the DPP or the Attorney General on, on what can be done here? Well, the Gardaí, I suppose, and the GRA in particular, are basically pleading with the Garda management and the government to sit down and, and to come up with some of what you described, legislation, protocols, uh, for want of a better word, a, a real plan, because there there is grave concerns that there could be multiple fatalities on our roads if it continues. The realistic expectation among um, uh, many Garda is, is that this problem is only going to get worse. Like it's been described as copycat incidents, if you like. So it looks fairly grim, combined with, with as I say, the, the fact that car theft figures are, are through the roof. And there is also, you know, an increase in, in ramming of Garda cars and uh, hijackings. My thanks to Ken Foy, crime correspondent at the Irish Independent. I'm Fiona Jean, and today's episode was produced by Mary Carroll and Tabitha Monaghan. Researched by Avine Fallon with sound by Niall McMonigle. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review.